The greatest gift God has given this world is the precious gift of grace. Please understand that grace is not a teaching. Grace is a person, the person of Jesus Christ. John 1.17 says, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Open your spirit and prepare to receive, through Bishop Herb Andrew, God's Word of Grace, which is building you up from the inside out, while positioning you to enjoy the inheritance Jesus paid for with His blood. This is your moment of grace. Hi, I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this is your moment of grace. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at Hebrews chapter number 12, as the Hebrew writer has been comparing and making contrast between Mount Sinai, which is, of course, the mountain of law, compared to Mount Zion, which is the mountain of grace. And this Hebrew writer, he's speaking, of course, to these Hebrew believers, these New Covenant believers who, although they were saved by grace, are still attempting to hold on to the law. Unfortunately, it's a problem that still exists in the church of today, a problem that has caused so many in the church to operate at a level of instability. See, understand, the Hebrew writer, he clearly let them know in Hebrews chapter number 12, in verse number 18, that you have not come to this mountain, speaking of Mount Sinai, the mountain that may be touched and burned with fire into blackness and darkness and tempest. It is so important, family, that we as New Covenant believers, that we understand that as a believer, because of Jesus Christ, we do not reside on Mount Sinai. We do not reside on the mountain of law, this place of flaming fire, darkness and gloom, destructive winds and whirlwinds, this place where the people of God are fearful of their God and even fearful of the voice of their God. This Hebrew writer, he lets these new covenant believers know for a fact that you have not come to this mountain. But he told them in verse 22 that you have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels. He lets them know that you have not come to Mount Sinai, the place of the law, but you and I, as new covenant believers, we have come to Mount Zion, the place of grace. He goes on in verse 23 to say, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven, to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks of better things than that of Abel. It is so important in this season that we understand that we dwell in Mount Zion. We dwell in the place where God lives. We dwell in the place where there is an innumerable company 
of angels. We dwell in the place where Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, resides. We dwell in a place where we, as the people of God, we get to enjoy double peace. That is, peace with God, as well as the peace of God. God is not angry with us, and because of that, we, our minds, our spirits are at rest in the midst of the challenging, in the midst of the changing circumstances that each and every one of us are confronted with in the time in which we are living. Now look at what the Bible says in verse number 25. I think this is very important. He says, See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth. But now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. See, we are in the midst now of these aftershocks. We understand that, that, that God shook the earth. He shook the earth when he released the old covenant of law in Exodus 19. But then he shook the earth again when he introduced the new covenant of grace in Matthews 27, 50 and 51. And right now, what we are dealing with in the world, when we look at the pandemic, when we look at the economy, when we look at the weather, how it is that hurricanes have intensified, earthquakes in diverse places, when we look at the wars and the rumors of war, we must understand that it is not God shaking again, but this, these are the aftershocks. These are the aftershocks that will continue to intensify as Jesus' return gets even closer to us. And what God is saying is that in the midst of all of these aftershocks, we must hear the voice that is speaking from heaven. Look, he says it right here. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven. It is so important that we understand that in the season that we're in right now, God is speaking loud and God is speaking very clearly. And the word of God says to us, that it is so important that we do not refuse him who speaks. In other words, in other words, what the Bible is letting us know, that in the midst of all of these aftershocks, God is still yet speaking to his people. What, 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 is, what is this shaking about? What, what are these aftershocks meant to do meant to reveal in our lives. Well, look at what the Bible says in verse number 27, and I'll read this from the New Living Translation. The Bible says, this means that all of creation will be shaken 
and remove so that only unshakable things will remain. This is encouraging for us as new covenant believers because we understand that grace makes us unshakable. And what the word of God is letting us know right now is that these aftershocks, it is not necessarily about the shaking, it is about the removing. In other words, everything that 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 is is of man, everything that man depends on. Come on, family. All you have to do is open your eyes. Our financial systems are are shaky. Our educational systems are shaky. We must understand that these aftershocks are designed to expose man's limitations. It exposes man's limitations while it establishes that and establishes those who are totally dependent upon Jesus. Those of us who cannot be shaken. Look at what the psalmist says in Psalms 125 and verse number one. The psalmist says, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. It cannot be shaken. It remains forever. Mount Zion, the mountain of grace, because our faith and our trust is in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we are now positioned on Mount Zion. And Mount Zion, the Bible says, it cannot be shaken. And Mount Zion, the word of God says, it remains forever. It is so important in this season that you and I remain positioned on Mount Zion. In other words, in other words, see a lot of believers, a lot of believers are, are, are saved by grace, but they are trying to earn the blessings of God through their obedience, through the law. So in other words, what they are doing is they are living with one foot on Mount Zion, grace, and another foot on Mount Sinai, which is law. And whenever you have one foot on Mount Sinai and one foot on Mount Zion, mixing grace and law, you are then in a very unstable position. But the Bible says here that those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. And when both of your feet are on Mount Zion, it cannot be shaken and Mount Zion will remain forever. In other words, this is what I'm saying to us today. If you believe, if you believe that you have been saved by grace, if you believe that, 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 that your salvation is a result of the unearned, unmerited, undeserved favor that has been released in our life because of the finished work of Jesus, if you believe that that Jesus has made you righteous, notice how I said that, that Jesus has made you righteous, that he who knew no sin became sin for you so that you, so that I could become the righteousness of God in him. If you believe that you have been saved by grace, if you believe that, that Jesus 
has made you righteous. If you believe that, that Jesus is, is the source of all of your blessings, and not only is he the source of all of your blessings, but he is also the sacrifice that qualifies you to receive all of the blessings that he himself provides. If you believe that, then you are then positioned on Mount Zion, the mountain of grace. And when you are on the mountain of grace, the psalmist says, Mount Zion cannot be shaken and Mount Zion remains forever. In other words, his grace places you among the unshakable. Are you all hearing me today? That is shouting material. That is, that is shouting material when you understand that because we are positioned on Mount, Mount Zion, we are unshakable. That may not mean a lot to you, but that means so much to me. Because I've spent years of my life believing that I was saved by grace, but my righteousness was totally dependent on my performance. And I just have to be honest, believing that my righteousness was dependent upon my performance, it always kept me in a very unstable place in my relationship with God. Because the truth of the matter is, on my good days, I still understood that I was not perfect, I was not good enough to deserve nor earn the blessings that I desired. Even as it, as it related to Jesus, as it related to God being my source, I always believe, like, like most people still do today, that, that though God says that he is my provider, I believe that I, I needed to qualify for his provisions. And the way that I, I would qualify for his provisions was through my personal obedience. And the truth of the matter is, that kept me in an unstable place as well, because, come on family, the devil can always point out something that we have done, something that we have said, something that we have thought, something that we have failed to do that would disqualify me. That would, that would make me feel that I am unworthy of the blessings that God had in store for us. So, so, so understand, understand when we get to the point where we are positioning ourselves on Mount Zion, not, not one foot on Zion and one foot on Sinai, when we place ourselves, when we allow ourselves to be totally dependent on the finished work of Jesus. He is my source and he is my sacrifice. When we do that, we are positioning ourselves in a place of grace. And this place of grace, the Bible says, Mount Zion, it cannot be shaken. And Mount Zion, it ultimately remains forever. But then listen to how he closes out this 12th chapter. He says, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace. In other words, family, God's grace, it positions us in a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And the reason it cannot be shaken is because this kingdom, it, it, it's not dependent upon us. 
This kingdom is established upon the unshakable foundation of the finished work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He says again, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably, acceptably with reverence and godly fear. And then verse 29 says, for God is a consuming fire. For our God, he says, is a consuming fire. But understand, because so many have pulled that verse, God is a consuming fire. God is a consuming fire. God is a consuming fire. And, and, and they've used that verse to instill fear in the hearts of so many believers. But when you read it in context, he says again in verse 28, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, he says, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. And then he says, for our God is a consuming fire. In other words, yes, God is a consuming fire, but he is a consuming fire to those, to anyone, to everyone who does not possess, who does not embrace, and who does not walk in the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Listen, I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this has been your moment of grace. Be sure to follow us on our social media platforms by subscribing to our Beacon Light of Homer YouTube channel and following us on Beacon Light of Homer Facebook and Instagram pages. Join us for a life-changing word on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. for our Beacon Light of Homer worship experience or Wednesday on our Grace Reloaded Bible Study at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bishop Herb would love to hear from you. Leave your comments and be sure to stay connected by subscribing to this Moment of Grace podcast. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, make sure you share it with your friends and loved ones. Remember, because of his awesome grace, our God is faithful to manifest every blessing and benefit Jesus has paid for through his finished work on the cross of Calvary. Our part is to believe, receive, and enjoy what has already been provided, motivated by his tremendous love. Until next time, this has been your moment of grace. Thank you for sharing on today.